Want to know more about a Canada New England cruise? Today we're on site live in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island with a good friend of ours on a Holland America Canada New England cruise. Stay tuned. Special guest today is Dick Knoll, Group Coordinator for Cruise Holidays in Topeka, located in Topeka, Kansas. Dick and the team of expert travel advisors at Cruise Holidays of Topeka have been creating cruise vacations and group vacations for satisfied customers for the last 20 plus years. Hi, Dick. Welcome back to RTE Travel Talk. Wow. Isn't this great? It is. I'm, I'm in town. Absolutely wonderful to have you. A very hearty welcome to Thank you. Prince Edward Island. Really great to be here. <laughs> it's, it's always good to have you with us. Always love coming here and visiting <laughs> you. This has been great. So we're here today in the port city of Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, the birthplace of Canada, with a very good friend of mine, Dick Knoll of Cruise Holidays of Topeka. And Dick is just up here. He's escorting a large group aboard Holland America's Zooterdam. So well, no, there's no better time to grab Dick, and hopefully he'll give us a little bit of a mini review. How's that sound? I will, and I'm in a good mood because <laughs> I'm cruising, and I'm leading a group, and they're having fun, and therefore I am too. Well, that's a proper thing. That's Isn't proper. that great? Yeah. yeah. So, Dick, why don't you give us a 30,000-foot level of Holland America and the particular cruise you're on? Well, our agency loves Holland America. We have a clientele that just dovetails perfectly with Holland, especially on this kind of a cruise where we're not seeking beaches and, and water sports okay. so much as history and nature and, and relaxation. And Holland does all those things real well. And of course, this cruise meets that too. Sure. sure. So that's why we chose it. We're great partners with Holland and have enjoyed this relationship for a long time. Right on. So you've done the, you've done this itinerary more than once. I have. So what type of person takes a, a Canada New England cruise? Dick? Well, again, I'd say someone that is looking more for relaxation and maybe history and nature rather than than beach sports. So it might be a slightly older clientele right. on this one than you might find in the Caribbean, for instance. Right. These people are adventurous and looking for a good time yeah. and with the opportunity to do something and yet do it in a relaxed manner. So tell us a little bit about the Zuterdam. Well, I like that ship right. for a number of reasons. One is, of course, Holland ships are smaller right. than most everybody else's, yet big enough to, to offer the resources that people can enjoy while they're on. So for instance, there's a stage show, there are plenty of bars and restaurants and specialty restaurants, as well as entertainment. And um, even the spa is really good. Personally, I, I love the spa and that thermal pool that's on the Zyderdam. Not all their ships have it, right. but this one does. This ship has balconies, which our people tend to like, and some of the smaller Holland ships don't have them, but but the new ones and the big bigger ones, and I say bigger, I don't mean a yeah. big cruise ship, yeah. just big for Holland. Yeah, I, I think she's about 1,900 passengers. That's, that's so, right. So she's not huge. Not at all. Not, not one of like one of these mega ships of five 6,000 people. Right, yeah. right. So it's more intimate. You bet. How's your weather been, Dustin? 
so far? You know, it's been good. It's not been warm, mm -hmm. but it's been shirt sleeve weather right. uh, or light jacket. It has not rained on us. I've had no weather complaints. Right. So we're taping this in September. Now, is that a good time of year for a Canada New England cruise deck? Well, I would think so. Right. At some point along the way here, we're expecting to see some some uh, le some trees that aren't green. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we haven't really seen them yet. We've seen a couple of them around. Right. But um, we might be just a little early on this one. But fall foliage is one of the things that's a draw right. for the fall in, in uh, Canada and New England on the East Coast. So I can, I can tell you that we've had frost the last two nights running. So if that's any kind of harbinger, you're probably going to see the, some some fall foliage as you go along during the next couple of days. Well, Ken, I'd just ask you to accelerate the process because <laughs> my people want to see some red leaves. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Well, you do. see what you can do. We'll see what we can Thank do. Thank you. So you left out of Boston. We did. Yeah. How was the embarkation out of Boston? Easy. Yeah. Sometimes you get these cruise terminals and you're embarking and you just have these huge crowds and it was just as smooth as could be. Right. For example, if we were to compare the Boston cruise port to the cruise port, for example, in Miami or Fort Lauderdale, um, much bigger. Do they compare in the same size or? Oh, no. I mean, the, the, those Fort Lauderdale and Miami are servicing bigger ships. Right. So they have to be bigger terminals. Right. There are more people just in general. And sometimes they can do that well and sometimes they can't. <laughs> so it's a smoother process. It's a smooth process in Boston. I think so. Great. That's been my experience every time I've done it. And yeah. it's in a great location. It's downtown yeah. and it's it's close to a lot of things. And we had people, we came in a day early right. and we had people running around downtown Boston all all of, uh, of Friday and Saturday before we boarded. And you recommend that? For people going on a cruise to always go in a day early? Only because we worry about the airlines now. And we've had we've had some experiences in the last couple of years where not everybody made it to the ship on time when they flew in the day of the cruise. Right. So we generally, with groups, will fly, and even individuals will fly them, encourage them to fly in a day early, yeah. stay at a hotel, in case there are air problems, they still, you know, they've make got, the ship. Yeah, they've got 24 hours to fix it. If Absolutely. If something That's right. off the rails. Right. Right. I looked at your itinerary, and I believe, if, correct me if I'm wrong, we went Bar Harbor, Halifax, mm -hmm. Nova Scotia. Correct. Sydney, Nova Scotia. Right. Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. And your final destination is going to be Quebec City. Quebec City. Yeah. Yep. How did you find Bar Harbor? Well, I love Bar, Bar Harbor. Um, it is a small community. It's quaint. There's lots of shops and galleries. And there's a national park right there. Right. Acadia National Park's there, and you can go to the top of Mount Cadillac and get those beautiful views from up there. And I've done that. I even rented motor scooters one time and went up. What you're talking about, these would be off-ship excursions, right? Correct. Yeah. Now, I gather you've got some advice for our viewers and listeners about booking excursions on Canada New England cruise. The experience on this cruise is that the shore excursions from Holland America have sold out. Okay. Now, probably not all of them, but the ones that people really want to do. And so my advice is to consider booking excursions in advance. Right. Through the app or online and, you know, make a reservation. Yeah. So basically book your cruise early. 
And as soon as you've got that nailed down, then you're going to want to book your excursion. That's right. So as not to be disappointed. That's right. And the great part is, of course, there is a shore excursion desk on board the ship. So if you book a cruise line excursion, you can book it in advance, and then you can modify your excursions as you go along. Right. But at least you have something booked. Exactly. You're not scrambling for the... Exactly. Right, exactly. Or walking off the ship and trying to find somebody that'll take you somewhere, <laughs> which isn't always a good idea. No, and like it, it's pretty safe around here, but depending on the ports, you know, you run the you run the risk of not getting back to the ship. Well, there's that's a big risk. Yeah. You, you really don't want to miss the ship. No. That's a that's a problem. That makes for a bad day. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me about Halifax. How did you find Halifax? I I like Halifax. Now, you know, it's a pretty good-sized city. Yeah. And it has a lot to offer in terms of history. Of course, there's there's um, the Titanic Cemetery is there, and there's there's American Revolution history from there. Yeah. And there's a lot to do. Maybe not what you'd consider traditional with a cruise line, but but it's a fun city to walk in, and there it's a great place to go. Yeah. There's the history of the Titanic Museum. There's the Naval mm -hmm. Museum. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of history there. And there's also, in fact, there's also excursions you can take out of Halifax with enough time to get down to Peggy's Cove and Oak Island and those places. And a lot of people like to go to Peggy's Cove. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. How about Sydney? Sydney is a smaller town. It is a, a good town to walk in because you're not going to walk too far from one end to the other. Right. So my advice is in Sydney to try to find an excursion that will take you somewhere and let you do something you want to do. Right on. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a small town. It's a quiet town. It's a quiet yeah. town. That's a good way to say it. There is shopping there. Yeah. And most, so most of the, most of the excursions that you would take in Sydney are going to probably take you away from Sydney proper yep. to such places as Fortress Lewisburg, which is a lot of great history there. And there's an excursion that would show you a little bit of the Cabot trail. Uh, but, uh, other than that, staying close, staying close to town is a good idea yeah. as well. Yeah. Of and of course. course, we're here in Charlottetown. I have been so warmly greeted in Prince Edward Island every time I've come here, and I can't thank you enough for that. Um, I feel at home here, and I've had reports back from our people that, uh, that they love this place. Right. You know, with, with the water and, the, and there's, there's agriculture here. Yeah. And I've even heard people say that, being from Kansas, that when you get inland, it, it reminds them of that in terms of the look of the land. Yes, yes. So, and and really, when when we talk about Charlottetown, there's a lot to do. Charlottetown, like like I mentioned at the top of the show, is the birthplace of Confederation, and you can actually w walk to the the government buildings, and you can see all that great history. Going outside of Charlottetown, there's wonderful wonderful beaches. A lot of people have told us that the rolling hills outside are also similar to Ireland. So there's a, mm -hmm. lot, a lot of great things to see and do in Prince of an Island. The other thing I'd say is that every time I come here, I learn something. And today I learned that this is the birthplace of Canada. <laughs> and I did not know that. Well, I can tell the rest of the story. And I believe it was in 1864. They sailed a ship into this har that harbor that you see out here right behind right. us. Right. Like the folks from Upper Canada came down, what they called Upper Canada, they they sailed down, they sailed this ship into the harbor, and they had it loaded full of liquor, which was meant to impress the 
our, our Islanders. And I we bet all, it did. It, yeah, it did. It kind of it, <laughs> it, it kind of greased the wheels of Confederation. <laughs> Fun. So from here, your your final destination, your final <laughs> destination is going to be Quebec City. Correct. But before you get to Quebec City, you're going to be cruising the St. Lawrence River. Now, Dick, you've been on this cruise before. Do you recall sailing down the St. Lawrence? I do. Okay. That, I would tend to think, is probably very scenic. It is very scenic, and, of course, it starts out very wide, yep. and it narrows down until it you know, becomes a river. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's very interesting. There's, there is, uh, there's traffic on there that's fun to watch, and the scenery is beautiful. Right. I would, I would expect that if you're going to get a good look at fall foliage this year, you're going to see it as you're cruising down the St. Lawrence. Yep. I would tend to think. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, we have a full sea day. It's the only sea day on this cruise is tomorrow. Right. Between here and Quebec City. So we'll be, Here's we'll a be wish watching good, the world go good, by. Good sunny weather for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now, Quebec City, have you been there before yourself? Several times. Okay. How did you find that? I have memories going all the way back to high school. I did a high school summer trip uh, and we went to Quebec City and I have many memories, the big hotel and the little doors on the streets. Oh, right. And I, why those little doors have stuck in my mind, I can still see them. And I thought, boy, these must be really small people. But I don't think that was it at all. It's, it's a beautiful city. Yeah. And it's right on the seaway. And the architecture is great. Yeah. And it's just, it's just fun to be there. Yeah. The hotel you're refer, referring to, I believe, is Hotel Frontenac. Correct. And, and old Quebec, the old Quebec City, is. we've had people say that it's very similar to some of the older cities and towns in Europe. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to get a feel for what Europe's like, old Quebec is a beautiful place to visit. Yeah. Any problem with the language when you're up through there? Because it's pro predominantly French. Ken, I'll tell you. My, sure, I've had problems with the language. But I have found that if you will talk to the, the native people with a smile on your face and a good attitude, language barriers tend to go away and that people are very polite. So tell me about the, your fellow passengers on board. Is it uh, a good mix of people, Vic, or is it kind of an older crowd, or what do we find? Well, I would ex kind of expect at this time of year, you're probably not going to have a lot of families because the kids would be back in school or... Or, or help me out here. You know, I think I think that was that would be true. Except that as I got off today, here come these families, strollers with one kid pushing another kid, and they're coming off and getting ready to go to town. Really? And there aren't a lot of kids on board, but there are some. Yeah. Seen them and heard them, <laughs> but not very much. Right. I would say that I've been up and looked at the kids' club. What do they call, they call it? Club Howl? Right. And. I haven't seen much activity up there. <laughs> so <laughs> I think in this case, there are not a lot of families. No, but Holland America does have, does have facilities for kids that, that come along. Of course, yeah. they do. So you mentioned earlier that you're escorting a group. I am. What are some of the advantages of being part of a group on a cruise? Eh? Well, I mean, people ask me that question. I said, well, you get me. <laughs> but, but arrangements are taken care of. You know, you're, you're buying into a package that says, I'll get you from your home airport and get you back there with all the details taken care of, right. including the transportation along the way. 
So it's that, then we, you know, we bundle some services together, including travel insurance and these transfers that we're talking about. The other thing is you, you, you have somebody there. I, I, it, it's inevitable. I walk around that ship and somebody is kind of pulling me over and asking questions. Right. You know, what are we going to do about this? How do we get off the ship? What, what happens, you know, when this happens? Yeah. And so I'm there as a resource and that's what, that's what a group leader does yeah. so is, is around to, to, to help. It's basically other than the, other than the crew on the ship, it's a go-to person on your, in your group. Yeah. And I would expect with your group, it's probably like-minded people in it. Well, I think so. Mm. You know, we're, we're, we're like-minded for nothing else than geography. I mean, everybody's from the Midwest, not everybody's from Kansas. Right. So you, you've spoken to some of your fellow group participants. Well, sure. Yeah. How are they finding it? Uh, very good feedback. Perfect. Yep. Tell me, if you had to describe a Canada New England cruise in 10 words or less, how would you do that? Slower paced, easy going, fun, and history. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Vic, this has been absolutely super information. Is there anything else you like, might like to add before we wrap up? Well, Ken, I just want to thank you for, for seeing me today. I mean, we, you and I do this but we do it long distance right and here we are together and and that's that's really great no it's been a real treat it's been a real yeah. treat yeah. That, that's part of part of the fun to to come up here and visit and and enjoy the people absolutely yeah. so if folks wanted to reach out to you about a Canada New England cruise or perhaps another cruise how would they do that there well they'd contact the office okay the office is in Topeka Kansas 785-271-9889 we have uh, staff that can help with uh, individual travel if a couple just wants to go by themselves or if they have a family and they want to get a group together that kind of thing okay. and then we have we have pre-established groups going all over the world perfect I'll leave that contact information in the description for those that want to reach out okay now you're got a couple more days here and then you're finish it up and probably heading home but I always have to ask uh, because that's part of what you do in the travel business in order to stay up on the latest, latest, greatest is travel. So where are you off to now? Well, I'm doing my first Panama Canal cruise in January. Oh, great. And going to the Mediterranean with this same group next year, Barcelona to Rome on Celebrity. And then in all probability going to do an Egypt river cruise and tour in possibly the first quarter of 25. As I understand, you're taking the same group to the Mediterranean exit of Barcelona. Well, it's, you know, this, this, this group we have now is with a television station in okay. Topeka, Kansas, and, and it's a promotional group. And the people that are going, we have, we have one of their celebrities on board with us, and the, the group is going because it's going somewhere they wanted, and they have people that they want to travel with. So perfect. Next year we we do this every year for the TV station. And next year it's going to be to the Mediterranean. And you're definitely going to be with them. That's the plan. All right. Absolutely. I I'm I'm yes, I'm committed. All right. Well, we'll have to have you back to tell us about your adventures in Rome. Sound like a plan? That's a plan. All right. I'd love to do it. With that, my friend, I'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels on all your future cruises and events. And I guess I am going to see you today on the Lido Deck.
Yes, Take very care. good. All right. Take Ken, care. thank you. Bye-bye. And that about wraps it up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Dick Knoll of Cruise Holidays of Topeka. If you'd like to reach Dick or one of the team at Cruise Holidays of Topeka, I will leave his contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us with a question for a future interview or a suggestion, you can simply send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit their website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.